It's the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm gonna tell you, brother. Hey, brother. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. Take this, brother. Would you like some salt potatoes? <laughs> brother Michael. Number six for Colvin. Brothers for the Colvin Brothers. Tell your brother the stockyards are ours now. Colvin Brothers on Z93. But Marge, I want to see my brother. My brother makes the noises for the talking. Mom always liked you best. Steven. He's my brother. The Colvin Brothers. <laughs> on Z93. It's family. Merry Christmas from Olivia Colvin. Well, it's Christmas time again Decorations are hung by the fire Everybody's singing All the bells are ringing out And it's Christmas all Kids come get down And Christmas is a rockin' time Put your body next to mine Underneath the mistletoe We go We go Start to rock Christmas is a rocking time Put your body next to mine Underneath the mistletoe We go We go Merry Christmas time Come and find you Happy and thereby your fire I hope you have a good one I hope mama gets the shopping done and it's a Christmas all over again oh baby it's Let's see. 
I want a new Rickenbacker guitar. Good evening, everybody. It's Sunday, and you know what that means? <laughs> ho, 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 holla. It's the Colvin Brothers, Tom Petty's Christmas all over again from A Very Special Christmas. Volume 2. Was it from Volume 2? Yeah, Volume 2, because I have uh, I still have my CDs to the, to the right of my uh, lounge chair in the man cave. Oh, well, either way, that uh, was a song that got uh, tons of airplay when it was released, and it's still sad to see that Tom Petty is no longer with us, but that is a song that I never tire of. I do love those albums, and we're going to touch on those probably three or four more times this hour, uh-huh. um, and originally produced for the Special Olympics. Oh, is that the charity? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it was It was in the wake of uh, USA for Africa, Band-Aid, Live Aid, uh, Artists Against uh, Apartheid. You might recall Sun City, Steve. We'll play that next year. Well, Sun City action? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, Tom Petty's Christmas all over again. I want to get me a chainsaw. And I don't know if you've watched this one yet with Bryce, but Home Alone 2, the sequel, uh, this song was primarily in that movie. I would have to see Home Alone original first, and that's uh, probably not going to happen. I've seen pieces of Home Alone. That's the one with Rory Culkin's brother. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, that's right. You, you see probably, what I did there? Yeah, you probably noticed him from, uh, what was it, season two of Fargo? I think that's what season two. Rory, or, or he's got like, his, his brothers are in stuff all the time. They were in, there was one of them was in the Waco miniseries about Dave Koresh, and yeah. there's a show that you need to watch called Succession. Uh, what and channel? It, it's on HBO. Like, you've got my, you got my codes. It, it, I think it's his youngest brother plays this total wise ass that's like an amalgam of you and me together if we were in a family that had money. The stuff that comes out of this guy's mouth is highlights. I didn't realized there was more than one other brother besides Macaulay, so I guess I'll have to do a little IMDB search. All right, this is not a bit, folks. I just got a text message. Me and Michael are DJs, okay? We were. And uh, during the pandemic, there's not a lot of gigs, but maybe this is something. I'm going to read it. (laughs) I love these. I'm reading this word for word, folks. Hi, my name is Smith. I heard (laughs) that you are a best DJ services. Please, I would like to know if you are available for my son' wedding. Which area do you serve? What do you think? You think that's promising? I would, I would write him back, and if he asks you for money, give it to him. Oh, I'm gonna have to go to <laughs> Bangladesh over the holiday. <laughs> so it is the big Christmas show. We got all kinds of great music this hour. Christmas music, which I love. I start listening the day after Halloween. Um, each of us took the chance to pick five songs each, and I'll let you drop some knowledge on this next one because this is from your past. In 1991, there was a gentleman named Bill Russ that was uh, uplifted from his native Ohio to come to Poughkeepsie, New York, to do. Some radio that didn't work out but we got two things out of the guy an amazing homer simpson impression and this next piece which i do not know the origin it is seymour swine (laughs) and uh, you probably heard it if you were listening to the station this week because it was in our promo almost 30 years later still the one christmas song that i constantly get requested for at gigs i don't have any gigs so i'm going to play it on the radio that's one of my favorites too i put it on a cd mix for big george every christmas season it's the colvin brothers on z93 I'll have a, 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 a blue at Christmas. It'll be, it'll be blue without you. Oh, if you feel so, it'll be, it'll be blue. It'll be just thinking, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be about you. It'll be decorations of red, on a green, a, a Christmas tree. It we it won't be the same dear if you're not here with him me 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 and when those it be blue it's snowflakes it start falling it'll be that so when those it be it be blue in me memories it start a calling you'll be little you doing Right with your quick Christmas, I'll be a blue, 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 Good tidings from the Colvin Brothers. Well, I think you're feeling the Christmas spirit, Skeletor. It makes you feel good. 
I don't like to feel good. I like to feel evil. Oh. Don't worry, Skeletor. Christmas only comes once a year. <sighs> Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> On Z93. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home. Coleman Brothers on Z93, the big Christmas show. You too. Christmas, baby, please come home. That's going out to Alicia, working those extra overtime hours at G Fox in Poughkeepsie. Oh, I remember G Fox. I, now, talking about places that we've done gigs, <laughs> I would do gigs inside G Fox. This woman that was a big fan of mine, I guess, would have me go in there for this once a year sale, and I would set up by the escalators and I would play tunes in G Fox. Oh, man, I would have a blast with that. I've never, I think the only time I've done that when I was work, living in Connecticut, um, there was a brand new gym that opened up, okay. and, and they had me DJ inside the gym, which was the most awkward thing because here I am playing like music and doing announcements and people are just getting their sweat on and i hope that you worked in uh olivia newton john's physical <laughs> but um i think that one of our shows in 21 we're going to be doing a best of the first week but after that we're going to get back to our themes uh but i think one that we should definitely do a, a topic is weirdest dj gigs we ever had because i've got I've, I've got enough stories to probably fill a month of shows i've got an awesome one which i'll bring up you got to remind me with zoles who uh-huh. uh, does the sports show every sunday 12 to 1 with uh, soupy i am not going to give you any promos unless you play better music what <laughs> is this crap <laughs> you ready for the five sure <laughs> the colvin five are you ready for the colvin five five, five. 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 on c93 so the colvin five we feature this every single week on the colvin brothers z93 facebook page and also our personal pages so you can kind of play along it's based on the fact that frank and jude our parents had five kids so hence the colvin five yes nowadays it's the colvin four but we love you, Christopher, and Merry Christmas. So number five, it's coming in with Flair from Dutchess County and Woody. Uh, it's Bad Santa with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Well, I, I, I didn't put my name on there, but that's my favorite, too. And what's funny, I was doing uh, radio in Fargo. Not a good idea for them or me. And that's when this movie came out. So me and my partner, Fred Bevel, uh, who's listening in Fargo, he never got out. Um, we went and saw this movie on like a Sunday afternoon and we loved it so much we spent like the rest of the week talking about it and back in those days I mean maybe now too they would have these consultants that didn't belong anywhere near morning shows Oh yes. and this guy just ripped us apart because he felt that it wasn't engaging our demographic I'm like it was a funny movie it was Billy Bob Thornton Lauren Graham was hot as hell and you know don't tell me what I'm liking and not liking it was it was great and I've that's a movie that I've seen many times and I've never tired of it it's also uh, John Ritter's last film. Yes. 
And then Bernie Mac, not his last film, but he also passed away from pneumonia a couple years yeah, later. Yeah, that was sad. It was pre-COVID, but uh, that would have gotten him too. So I recommend it. Go watch it. Number four, it could have charted higher, but you know everything was close. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life from our producer Breckman, who insists on the black and white only version, as do I. Uh, Kathy in Las Vegas, and also our recently turned fifty sister Jennifer down there in Fishkill. It's uh, it's one of those movies that is run nonstop on Christmas Eve for twenty four hours. I don't know who carries it. But it's uh, it's either TBS, TNT, or AMC, and so if you've never seen it, you definitely have a shot at catching it, maybe in parts. Yeah, I always bust your chops that uh, of movies that you haven't seen. I've never seen It's Wonderful Life. I've never seen it either. But I, what I what I do know <laughs> is that there was a character named Zuzu. And they keep referring to Zuzu's pedals. And years and years later, I want to say 1990, Andrew Dice Clay had a B-movie that's become oh, a cult this. classic, Ford Fairlane. <laughs> yes. And there was a porn star in it named Zuzu Pedals. Oh, man. And one of my early girlfriends, Julie Murphy, that was her nickname. Number three, Elf, starring Will Ferrell. This is Micah and Newpalt, star in Texas, and George in Potown. This one I saw, you know, it was years after the, after the fact. But I saw it. I enjoy it. I just don't remember much of it. Uh, but there was an iconic scene where Will Ferrell is in a room with all of the elves making toys, and we've got this aunt. We refer to her a lot on the show, Aunt Cheryl. <laughs> and she's a combination of OK Boomer, and that. And she was wearing ugly Christmas sweaters before it was even a thing, right? I, like yeah. for 40 years now. So a couple of years ago, she's also a Photoshop queen. I photoshopped her as all 17 elves. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And in each one, she's wearing a different Christmas outfit. I'm doing something new with it this year just to get her again. So, Anne Cheryl, just so we can make sure that you check out our page, Michael will post that later on this week. I wanted to get her an ugly Christmas sweater that told her all the ways to listen to the show, but I'm doing so poorly financially that I can't afford it. <laughs> you get some more Instacart there, kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I've got carpal tunnel. <laughs> Number two. Uh, Christmas Story. This is for Russell and one of the Carolinas. Also, Kenny never sink and it's one one. it's i never really saw it until i started hosting our christmas eve parties in the late 2000s like 2006 or 7 and i would spend the rest of the night wrapping presents for whoever was going to come over on christmas day so i would just leave it on i never have seen it from start to finish i would always start like in the part where his tongue is stuck to the flagpole or they're in the chinese restaurant for the very (laughs) for the the very inappropriate sing-along but what is it it? (laughs) yes exactly so uh what's what's funny is they tried to do a live version of this with matthew broderick a couple years ago and they left that part completely out. So you don't leave that part out. I believe it's going to be on TBS this Friday, Christmas, for 24 hours straight. So you can definitely check it out. The, the little kid that gets stuffed in that big, huge snowsuit, and then he goes out into the snow and he falls down and he starts crying. It reminds me of uh, of my son Tanner. We put him in an outfit and we went out there to go sleigh riding. And you know, with Bryce, you know, once you put these little kids in these little outfits, they can't move too much. No, they can't. They can't. If she sees a single snowflake, Daddy, it's snowing. I'm like, oh, it's not real snow. Ho, ho, ho. Number one, the big closer. Big closer. And I'm wearing the shirt right now. Is the webcam on right now in the studio? Oh, you guys see this? You know what? The, the jury's still out on the internet here. Uh, maybe we'll do some Facebook Live in 2021. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I save it every year for the day before Christmas Eve. This is going out to Christine, Jason, Joanna, Wyatt, and Gloversville, George, Tom, Kathy, Kirsten, Rob. I mean, everybody loves this movie. What's your favorite quote from Christmas Vacation? Because there's a virtual ton. Well, Cousin Eddie has a whole bunch of them. Yeah. His best one, I can't say on the air, but, <laughs> but, it's, but it's definitely full. I, he needed to use something. And then when they bring the Christmas tree back from being out in the middle of nowhere, his neighbor goes, hey, Griswold, where are you going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. That's what it is. Okay, yes, yes. All right, this next one, I probably will know it if I hear it, but it's going over my head. What do you got for me there, Milk? Well, a lot of people in America only know Slade for Run, Run Away, and My Oh My during their 1980s comeback. They were also the band that wrote the original Come On, Feel the Noise that was later covered by Quiet Riot to much success. But if you're an Anglophile or a friend of Greg O'Brien, as I am, you know Slade is the band that did Merry Christmas, Everybody. Now, this has been on my tapes and iPod Jeez. playlists, and now Spotify and streaming services for the better part of 35, 40 years. So you have heard it. You just didn't know it. It's their best-selling single, too, is what I'm hearing. It's huge, yeah. And it, 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 in England, more so than in the States, uh, these songs will re- rechart every year. We don't allow that to happen anymore because Drake. But um, it's <laughs> Drake has a candle out. You getting that for anybody this year? I, I, I've already got 10. That's what, every, that's what everybody's getting, don't you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm like, you know what? We've got free reign to play stuff. I'm educating the people. I got more on the way. It's the big, huge Christmas show. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
Hudson Valley heroes. Real Hudson Valley heroes. We salute you, Mr. Out of Work Mall Santa. Mr. Out of Work Mall Santa. You spent 11 months preparing for this gig, and you never bothered to invest in a mask. Ho, ho, ho. You're barely one rung above the greeter at Walmart. But at least he still has a job. And some hand sanitizer. Let's go down to unemployment. Your afternoons are supposed to be spent with bratty toddlers urinating on your lap. But now look at you. The only single mom who'll pay any attention to you these days is brandishing a cotton swab and a tourniquet. Jacob's mom has got it going on. The pandemic was enough to send you into a drunken rage, rivaled only by Alec Baldwin. But you sleep just fine, knowing full well these little turds aren't getting a thing they want for Christmas. Mommy and Daddy are poor. So we salute you, Mr. Out-of-Work Mall Santa, your bum knee, your gin flask, and your parole officer. You are a real Hudson Valley hero. Season's greetings from the Colvin Brothers. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. On Z93. Colvin Brothers on Z93. John Cougar Mellencamp. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. This is going out to Eric and Peekskill, our cousin, who uh, works over at the Gap Warehouse in Fishkill. Right. He wanted to hear um, Baby It's Cold Outside, but I couldn't find a good rock version of that. No, there's a country version that's fairly new, and I, you know we don't play into that whole thing about you know it's it's politically incorrect. It's just it doesn't really fit what we're what we're doing. But if you want to hear it, just come to my house on Christmas, and I'll take care of you. And John Cougar Mellencamp, you could probably talk to this a little bit real quick. Mm. Why did he keep changing his name over the years? It was John Cougar and the was, John Mellencamp. It was a time when in order to stand out, it was felt that you needed a stage name. So his original name was Johnny Cougar. He had I Need a Lover under that moniker and a couple of other uh, hits, maybe Hand to Hold On To. Then he switched it to John Cougar for his more mature, Hurt So Good, Jack and Diane phase. And uh, then he was like, you know what? I'm John Cougar Mellencamp. He basically was a second-rate Bruce Springsteen, Bob Seger. Anyway, you know, the Amer- the Americana rock that was big yeah. in the mid-'80s. He was like, they were like the answer to the overproduced 
technological 80s music. You had this side with acoustic yeah. instruments. Uh, he had a wonderful, wonderful drummer in that band. And he just decided after a while to drop the cougar and become John Mellencamp. Yeah, I've always been a big, big huge fan of him, and so is Christine, also in Peekskill. Oh, yeah, buy me some Mellencamp. So what do you got for me there, Mad Mike? Well, uh, this is a list of toys that you don't want to get your kids. Toys! You, you have two <laughs> children, six and three. I do. And I've got uh, a not-quite-four-year-old. Uh, sometimes I think she's ten, but either way, these are some things I can't get her and I won't get your kids. All right, this is stuff that's brand new for 2020 or? Yeah, but this, let's put it this way. This stuff is very 2020. All right, so maybe we can find them at the dollar store. I, you very well might. That's where I'm <laughs> shopping this year. How about Hasbro's Slippery Steps? <laughs> you don't want your toddler anywhere. Hasbro Slippery Steps? You don't want your toddler anywhere near that. Uh, Remco's Pocket Hive. That could really be a problem. I think we had a hive in our Christmas tree. I had to cut that out this year. Why is there a birdhouse in it? Uh, another favorite here, the Lickable Electric Outlet. Oh, yeah, you definitely want to do that. And def- and 9-volt batteries, too. 9-volt batteries are another thing. Our uh, our little niece, Maxine, has played with those. Yes. Uh, dueling staple guns. Something <laughs> you want to stay away from this Christmas. Also new for 2020, Mr. Stumpy the Junior Chainsaw. Oh, nice. <laughs> Going out to stump up a Kingston. Yes. I watched the Saturday Night Live Christmas special. That's uh, what was the guy's name? Dan Aykroyd played. Uh, oh, I got a, I got a bag of glass here. You want a bag oh, of glass? Oh, hello there, Miss Face. I would. <laughs> that's the inspiration for this bit. Mr. Mingway, this is simply a bag of jagged, dangerous glass bits. Yeah, right. It's uh, you know, it's it's a glass. It's a broken glass. You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it sells very well, as a matter of fact. You know. <laughs> and uh, the big closer. Big closer. Tickle me, Pitbull. So you want to stay away from those. This and every Christmas. Oh, man. Pitbulls. There's two of those. We had two of those at Jennifer's party last week, right? One of them just sits at the table like it's a person. I thought, I was like, wow, you're you're, you're all right. I wanted to kidnap him. His name was uh, Barkley, right? Big fan of uh, deviled eggs. Oh, very much so. So our next song, we did Bob Rivers' Wreck the Malls on our show last week. Mm. The album, you could play the whole album from cover to cover, but uh, this next one... 12 Pains of Christmas, probably the biggest hit off the album. It was a big part of our older family gatherings. I, I acquired a copy uh, very early on in my radio career, and I was like, oh, Cousin Ben and my brother Stephen are going to love this. So I used <laughs> 12 Pains of Christmas, wrecked the malls, and the restroom door said, gentlemen. I found out that uh, my neighbors love these guys, Mike and Maria Donaldson. Uh, they had never heard the Bob River stuff last week, so I've turned them on to it. So this is going to go out to them. All right, we're going to send that out to them right now on the Big Christmas Show. It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93. Bringing up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Hangovers. Rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Sending Christmas cards. Hangovers. Rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. Christmas cards, hangovers, breaking up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, facing my in-laws, five months of bills. I hate those Christmas cards, hangovers, breaking up these lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The seventh thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Facing my in-laws Five months of bills Standing Christmas cards Oh jeez, I'm trying to rig up these lights And finding a Christmas tree The eighth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me I want red farmer for Christmas Charities, and what do you mean you're in-laws? Five months of bills Ah, making out these cards. Oh, Edith, get me up here, huh? Well, we have no extension cards! And finding a Christmas tree. The ninth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Finding parking spaces. Daddy, I want some candy! Donations! Facing my in-laws. Five months of bills. Writing out those Christmas cards. Hangovers. Now why the hell are they blinking? And finding a Christmas tree. 
Colvin Brothers on Z93, our big Christmas show. Bruce Springsteen, you can't have a Christmas show without Bruce. Santa Claus is coming to town. He was on Saturday Night Live last week. I was disappointed. It's like, you're not going to do Santa Claus is coming to town. I mean, it's, it's, it's not Clarence anymore. He's been dead for a while, but his, his nephew Jake is just as legitimate. I was going to ask you, because you know everyone else looks really old except Bruce, mm. um, especially Silvio from The Sopranos. <laughs> but he, you know what? If you if you look at footage from 1975, he, act, he hasn't really aged. He just always looked like that. There's a show on Netflix with him in it called Lilyham. Is that worth watching? If it's about Nancy Kerrigan taking one to the knee, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> so that song was going out to uh, Wally chugging a six-pack of Schaefer at the Hopewell Inn. So. Oh, the Hopewell Inn. You know what? Still open. I had some great times <laughs> in that place. I think I did a, I think I did a happy hour outside in the sandbox with Katine back in the day. <laughs> time for another quiz from the Sids. So I got a Christmas quiz. It's the Christmas show. And people love doing the Christmas quizzes. They love doing any kind of quizzes with us with the Colvin Brothers. You can play at home. It's nice. But this week I change it up. I, oh. I did some like uh, multiple choice. I did some fill in the blanks. This is actually a legit eight question quiz. I'm not, I'm not sure if our producer Breckman is going to be able to keep up with all the sound effects. How are you holding up over there, Breckman? Well, we lent the egg timer to Joe and Linda, and we haven't seen it. All right, that's enough. All right, number one, Gizmo was the star of what Christmas movie? Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was Gremlins is the correct answer. Oh, you're going for those movies that I never saw. Thank you very much for you that. You should see Gremlins. Was, was that the one with Chunk? It, no, that Gremlins was, uh, Phoebe Cates was in that, but there was no Cars uh, soundtrack to this one. Number two, which 1980s cartoon did not have a Christmas episode? Smurfs, Thundercats, or He-Man? All right, I never saw any of them, but I'm going to go with He-Man just because it's your favorite. It just doesn't seem like it's the kind of thing that Skeletor would be down with. Man, He-Man! Skeletor actually saved Christmas. Oh, really? There's a He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. I just watched it with Tanner recently. Oh, boy. So Uh, was it the Thundercats then? Yeah, Thundercats. All right. Oh, that was so good. Way over my head. Number three, finish this Christmas vacation movie quote. Oh. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Hey, Clark, I got to use your <laughs> no, it's actually uh, drive you out in the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead. Oh, you gotta right. watch that movie. I, I've seen it, but Stephen, I don't memorize things like that. Are right, you might know this? Give one. me Blue Velvet. That one I know. Number four, Christmas Carol has been made over and over again. Which of the following actors did not take the role? Jim Carrey, George C. Scott, Guy Pearce, Donald Sutherland, or Michael Caine? Wow, that, I mean, there's too many of them to mention. I'm going to say Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, that oh, is correct. Did I get it right? Yeah, Guy Pierce did one last year, really dark on FX. You would if probably I, dig that one. If I'm going to watch it, I, I do like the original. I've got a, a DVD that has the colorized and the uh, the black and white. I only watched the black and white one. But uh, that's one of those that I, I, I do enjoy late at night. It just puts me in the right mood. I think Dad would watch the original. The actor was Alistair something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Alistair Cook. There you go. All right. Number five. The only one worth watching. According to the Guinness Book of Records, what Christmas song is the best-selling song of all time? It's got to be White Christmas by Bing Crosby. I mean, if you're going to ask me a music question, you know I'm going to I wanted it. you to get at least one right, so oh, now you got oh, two. Well, thank you very much. White Christmas. This one's easy, too. What beverage company has been using Santa Claus in their advertising since 1931? I want to say Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah. That's right. right. Jerry Lawler would like that one. I'm going to have to tweet him. Mm. Number seven. You were born in 1969. I very much was. The most popular toy that year. Uh, Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> I'll give you one more choice. Soccer poppers. I'm just going through the stuff about Tinker Toys. Uh, what's the other stuff that my, there, all these things could have killed a kid? It was Snoopy Astronaut. I never even, you know, because of the, uh, the 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 moonwalk. Yeah, when they filmed that out in All California. Right. I wanted to bring up Stretch Armstrong because this, this was one of those toys you could never get today. We were talking earlier about toys you don't want to get your kids. It was literally a doll, a rubber doll that you would stretch. But, you know, me being me, or maybe your sister Jennifer did it, if you punctured it, there was this mystery liquid that seeped out that would kill you. Oh, so that's... they had to take it off the market. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Grandma Colvin had that one of the flea markets. Yes. Someone had that back in the day. Mm-hmm. Number eight, this is the last one. Which Christmas classic did not have a sequel? Home Alone, The Santa Claus, 
Christmas Vacation, The Polar Express, Bad Santa, or Christmas Story? Well, I know Bad Santa had one because I made the mistake of watching it. That was awful. Of course you watched that one. Of course. Christmas Story shouldn't have had one, but I think it did. (laughs) So I'm going to say Christmas Vacation because that was already a sequel to Vacation. The only person that probably saw that sequel was Raz. It came out... (laughs) <laughs> it was called Cousin Eddie's Christmas no, Island Adventure. Oh, that, that really, there really is one? Yes. Uh, I wouldn't even watch that one. <laughs> the correct answer was Polar Express. Oh, uh, that's with Tom Hanks voicing uh, the main character? Yeah, that's a good one to watch with Bryce. So, uh, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but Quaid, who played Cousin Eddie in the Christmas Vacation movie, and I guess the sequel, isn't yeah. he like doing like a tax dodge thing somewhere in South America? Is that true? That was the case. I don't I don't know if he like turned himself in, but last I heard he was not in the, the US border. Wow. But uh, yeah, but this movie un- unfortunately was made before he left. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. Another quiz from the Sears. All right, getting back to the music, um no secret that I'm a fan of of uh, late 60s pop and rock. The Monkees were a big part of that scene. They inexplicably had a huge comeback in 2016, uh, which led to a follow-up Christmas album that while not as good was still in the same idea. Uh it's grown to be my daughter Bryce's favorite Christmas record along with some other stuff that nobody's ever heard except for her. Uh, and what's cool about this, Unwrap You at Christmas was written by Andy Partridge of XTC, a band that I've loved for 40 years that have never quite been big in the United States, but they're certainly influential and certainly respected. Greg O'Brien and I had had a vegetarian lunch with him some years ago, and not only did he write Unwrap You at Christmas, which we're about to hear right now, he is also one of the performers in what we're going to follow with, Mikey's Obscure Pick of the Week, The Three Wisemen, XTC in parentheses, thanks for Christmas. I believe I heard this album on one of the long road trips that we took, because you played it for me. When did it come out? Uh, 2017, maybe? 18? Okay. okay, so I definitely did hear it. It's pretty good, boys and girls. And Rio Chu, does it, does it make an appearance on this album? It does in the Target version, which of course I have. <laughs> it's the Coleman Brothers on Z93. I can't wait to unwrap you at Christmas. You are the gift for me. Christmas 
Get the party started with Mad Mike and Friends DJ service and entertainment. Whether it's a wedding, sweet 16, corporate event, or holiday party, Mad Mike and Friends know exactly how to show you and your guests the time of their lives with unlimited music library, lights, state-of-the-art sound, and more. To book an appointment, call 845-485-7792 or visit madmikeandfriends.com. Mad Mike and Friends DJ service and entertainment. Get the party started. Mikey's Obscure Pick of the Week. What the hell is that? On Z93. Colvin Brothers on Z93, Michael's Obscure Pick of the Week. What do you got there, kid? Thanks for Christmas. Known as the Three Wise Men at the time, it was really XTC, who often used pseudonyms when they were performing uh, outside material. My favorite was Dukes of Stratosphere, which I could do a whole show on that. That was their send-up of 60s psychedelic rock. But for purposes of this show, thanks for Christmas. And you know, Stephen... If you've ever been in a mall at Christmas time, this does make it through. So that's what throws me off. I'm like, oh, they're playing XTC. They don't even realize it. And then like, the next thing you do is hear Bing Crosby or Perry Como. No, I like to have new music be uh, dropped on my brain every once in a while. The song you played last week, I was listening to it in the car, um, was Tom Petty. I listened to the podcast, the Tom Petty and Roger McGuinn song. Yes, uh, King of the Hill. And I got a lot of good feedback for that one. So props to you on that. Yes, uh, apparently Lane Bajardi is a big fan of this feature. Oh, I'm hoping he's going <laughs> to play some, a B-side from Chris DeBerg. Who died today? 
So who died today, December 20th, and ironically, mm. it's our 20th show. It is, it is show number 20. I was going <laughs> to say, congratulations on making it to 20 shows. Yeah, 20 hours, folks. You can listen to it all right now oh, on the it's, podcast. It's great. I just I, I, I started on uh, my daughter's Alexa, and I come back hours and hours later. I'm like, oh, we're up to show three right now. I love it. 1971, the very not-so-much-famous brother of Walt Disney, Roy O. Disney, he dies of a cerebral hemorrhage of seventy eight. All right, Roy made made some headlines. I think he worked in the in the Disney family, like he was like a cartoonist or something. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, but I know it would be a big one just because of uh, all the Disney fans out there. And uh, it just gives me an opportunity to say one of my favorite things, Roy. <laughs> the next one, and uh, this is something because me and Michael are DJs before COVID. Uh, we probably play one of his songs at every single wedding in nineteen seventy three at the very young age of thirty seven. Bobby Darren passed away. Uh, yes, he was uh, undergoing heart surgery. He was born with an erratic heart, so this he always felt like this could be his last day. And yeah, if there's a really great movie, I know it's not politically correct to like Kevin Spacey, but let's face it, he was a great actor before yep. all the all the stuff came out. Um, I strongly recommend it. Uh, it's a wild story. Bobby Darren, one of the first artists to really jump genres successfully. My favorite period of his is his folky. Uh, stretch where he was covering like the Love and Spoonful and he was on Motown for a while. Uh, a brilliant artist. I vaguely remember him passing and I'm still sad about it. If you get a chance, check it out on Wikipedia. He's He was a producer. He did some acting. Um, but so much stuff before 37. It's he was crazy. He, yeah, he, he felt like he had to get his life out of the way and he did. And he was also one of the early uh, pop artists to write his own stuff. So major props to Bobby Darren. So we're getting ready to wrap up the show. But before we do that, we always like to recommend something to watch. Uh-huh. And uh, this week I'm going to actually recommend something you guys should follow. Oh. Dion Warwick. Now, I didn't realize this when Saturday Night Live last week did the send-up of the Dion Warwick's talk show, which I thought was funny. I thought that everything was well acted. Yeah. I really appreciated whoever the girl was that was being the guy that was actually hosting Saturday Night Live that <laughs> night. Um, but uh, what I found out yeah. afterwards was that Dion Warwick is enjoying a third or fourth act, you know, because don't forget she was the psychic hotline lady in the 80s, yeah. um, as this nonsensical Twitter abuser, and it's she's trending like wildfire. Yeah, you don't have to follow Twitter to find her. You can Google it. Um, I caught wind of her because Questlove, who is uh, the drummer for The Roots, yes. and he's on Jimmy Fallon. And another brilliant guy. Another guy you should follow. He's got books that are out. He's a huge music guy. You guys would probably be best friends. Oh, yeah. He put together a playlist that he recommended for Dionne Warwick, and she started going back and forth on Twitter and then said something like, hey, does Jimmy Fallon still do those crazy sweaters? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon got wind of it sent out a sweater in the mail to her, and then she just started going nuts on Twitter enjoying it. And she's somebody that, if you write to her, she'll probably you know respond to you. Yeah, she's very cool like that, and of course she's a, a classic artist. You're not going to necessarily hear her on Z93, but you've heard her You've heard her plenty, and you should follow her. And my favorite one that she did, I'll, I'll mention, Hey Chance the Rapper, if you are very obviously a rapper, why did you put that in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about this. I'm Dion Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, folks, so tonight, the Breckman and myself, we're going to be watching W WWE's TLC. You going to watch that, kid? I don't even know how to find it, but what I do know is that uh, years and years and years ago, there was a great late night show that our mother used to watch and I would be up to, uh, Tom Snyder's Tomorrow oh, Show. Oh, yes, on Channel 2. Uh, if you say so. The bottom line is that he kind of took over for Dick Cavett as like the one guy on on a national network that would bring sort of outliers in, and they would turn into stars overnight just for being his show. He did that with Billy Squire. 1981 was a huge year for Billy Squire, but he wasn't a household name. So our very own Greg O'Brien, the voice of the Colvin brothers, happened to be in the studio audience for this, and it's become a perennial rock and roll Christmas hit in its own right. I love this song, and I'm very, very happy to get it on here on Z93. Michael plays it every single Christmas growing up, along with Step Into Christmas from Elton John. Those two songs stick in my brain, along with Phil Spector's Christmas album. Um, but uh, that's a huge influence in the Colvin household. So we got to get out of here. We got to change those bulbs in our Christmas lights before our family comes and judges us on Christmas Eve. Everybody, Michael, Merry Christmas, and to all, good night. The Colvin Brothers on Z93. Christmas is a time to say I love you.